An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. I I was like waiting for you to introduce yourself, Callie. And this reminds me, I fucked up. We should have recorded this episode yesterday, but I had COVID (laughs) last week and I forgot, like totally lost track of the schedule and time and everything. And so we're, we're a little late. I'm really sorry, but I'm just gonna, I'm blaming it on COVID. This is my first time having it. To be, first of all, that's incredible. I mean, not incredible that you had COVID, but incredible that this is your first time having it. Second of all, we knew there was one episode this week, but did we know what day? I wasn't sure. So I didn't think that recording on Tuesday was that big of a deal. I was like, oh, maybe the one episode comes out on Tuesdays. They do that sometimes. Yeah, they do do it sometimes. I just wasn't thinking. Anyway, sorry, people, but we're here now. We got a lot to talk about. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about Rodney. We're going to talk a lot about Kate, but let's start with a little news. First of all, Nick Vial like launched officially this couple, which spoiler alert, skip ahead. Spoiler alert. Do not fast forward two minutes if you don't want to hear this. (laughs) Which like it's on E! News. So it's like out there. And Nick Vial took it upon himself to premiere Greg and Victoria. They were, I guess, post, they recorded the, um, they shot the reunion last week in LA. So I think it was like a post reunion or pre reunion hang at Nick's house. Honestly, you should have gotten to LA like three days earlier and gone. But anyways, (laughs) let's continue. 
I don't know, man. I think my days of hanging out with bachelor people under the age of 30 are behind me. Not to sound too much like Kate, but so my sister in Christ, I'm 36 years old. <sighs> yeah. Okay? No, I'm I'm uh, about oh. <laughs> her, my sister in Christ. Like, what are we saying? Why? Let's, we'll come back to that anyway. But yeah, so Victoria and Greg, it's happening. And then there's pictures of them. And, you know... I just, I think the headline here though is like, is Nick the news source? Like, what is what Nick, should we be expecting from Nick's social media? Do I need to get on TikTok to follow him to keep, keep think, up with Bachelor Nation? Yeah, I think Nick is another version of like Zachary Reality or Morgan P Talks <laughs> or it's like XOXO Nick Vial. Like, he wants to be <laughs> a gossip girl. How old is he, by the way? He's forty-two. A lot of age talk this week. A lot of age talk. I just, when I saw that tweet, I was just like, wow, you're like, he really wanted that. Like he had to have asked for permission. He had to have like, so it's just so weird that he wanted it that badly. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what to say. I don't, I don't have an answer. I mean, not that Greg and Victoria have been super careful. No, but I mean, that's kind of besides the point. Yeah. But I don't think they've also been like, like extremely blatant. Like, People are allowed to do things, especially if you don't like win or get engaged or whatever. You're allowed to do things. I think also like Greg has been, you know, a hot commod for a while. People are people especially are on this podcast. <laughs> people are taking pics of him everywhere. So this is kind of like you know, big news. Maybe a hottest bachelor couple out right now. Wow! 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 I mean, who's even out? Who else isn't even in contention? I mean, Becca and Thomas, they're pretty attractive. Uh, they're pretty hot. They're pretty hot. Who else would I even put up there? I mean, Jordan and JoJo, forever attractive, but they're kind of like old news and well, out of the scene. they're married. I'm not counting married people. Okay. So pre, pre-marriage. Yeah. So Serena and Joe, they're off the table. Yep. Off the table. <laughs> Newly. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I'm willing to give it to them. Not a lot. Also, news, since we're switching off, you know, Thirsty Nick, I don't know how much t- more attention we want to give him. Gabby and Eric. Gabby and Eric. Done, but Jesse Palmer said they're trying to work it out, and he, like, told people to vote for her uh, yeah. in Dancing with the Stars. Today he posted vote for her. So, you know, maybe they will get back together as boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, see how that works. Maybe the engagement was too much pressure. I could see that. Our producer, Devin Manzi, made this point. Like, Gabby was like, we're just both, like, focused on different things right now and really busy. What is Eric busy with? Like, what does Eric do every day? Like, Mm. I mean, does he, like, just surf and that's it? Like... Eric is hot. Minus the haircut, I see it. Very handsome man. Clearly, like, a real presence. He's big in a good way. I would say that's his number one attribute in my mind. But, like, what is he doing? Does he have a job? No. And as we know, he told his previous girlfriend that he was trying to get on the show to, like, have a career pivot. Oh, how did I forget about all of that? That was such a huge thing. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's not social media. I can tell you that. Who follows him? Not me. Not me either. I have like no idea what he's doing. I I actually totally lost interest in basically everyone from Rachel and Gabby's season. I would say the only person I didn't lose interest in 
is Nate, and he's like apparently banned. But Gabby should just go back and date Nate. Like, why not? Why stick with Eric? Why is he banned? I don't know, but like he's not on the scene. He was not picked for Bachelor. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. I just don't well, understand why. Yeah. There was failure on a lot of levels on that. Seriously. And then she was wearing a Jason robe on the Dancing with the Stars set. And I think there was a contestant named Jason, but I was like, wait, is she getting she getting back with Jason from her season? Because he's great, but I, I don't think so. Don't think so. <laughs> that that ended in flames as well. I can't remember if I muted him or unfollowed him or he just hasn't been posting, but he's like not, he's not in my world right now. And I, I was a huge Jason fan. So even I've moved on very quickly. I'm trying to find, which I'll keep looking and hopefully I'll find sometime in this podcast, but someone DM'd me and made such a great point about how so many of the bachelorettes have not made it. Mm-hmm. And the ones who have have left the sh- show like not engaged mm-hmm. and it's worked or ended up with like somebody else on the show. But it's weird that the bachelors seem to be doing better than the bachelorettes. It used to be the opposite. The bachelorettes used to have a really good success rate, like Ashley Aber, Rachel Lindsay, JoJo Fletcher. For a while, Becca and Garrett, like they used to have a pretty good track record, but now they just don't. But that's just because everyone's changed. The the tables have turned. But like the Bachelor's not even doing that well. Clayton broken up. Who was before Matt? Oh yeah, Matt and Rachel, they're still together. Mm -hmm. Hard to believe, but somehow, nevertheless, they persisted. They seem they seem pretty happy too. By the way, I know they do. And also, Matt just ran the marathon. I just want to shout out my colleague David Lara from the social team. He beat Matt's time, so shout out to David. Well, I don't know if you saw Matt's, you know, TikTok following the marathon, but or any of the videos of him at the end of the race. I did not see he, them. He could barely walk. <laughs> it it looked it looked very painful to you watch him. The, the last three miles ish. He said that because, you know, he ran for MasterCard or I don't know if you knew that he ran for MasterCard. He had two partners, both have both of which either one of them won the Olympics at some point and the other one won the marathon in like 2017 or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, those were his partners. They were both women. And amazing. He said that they weren't supposed to pace each other or anything like they were all just running for MasterCard. But that one of them. And I don't remember, the, or I don't want to mispronounce the name, but it's last name starts with an F. He decided like, oh, I'm just going to run with her. And he was like, her pace is not my pace. And <laughs> he said at the 16 mile mark, he was like, oh, fuck. Like, I am not going to make it. He was, he's like, t- he was like telling the Instagram, he was like, I had to talk myself into finishing it. My body was completely breaking down. My knees weren't working anymore. I stopped at every single rest stop, but she stayed with him and oh, kind of nice. like coached, coached him through it to make sure that he finished the race. Cause I think she recognized like, Oh, this is not his <laughs> he pace. <fucked> up. <laughs> yeah. But really nice of her. But he was just like, she could have easily kept going. Like that was her pace. 
but not mine. So funny. That's really funny. I'm kind of like glad to hear it because I, my main complaint about Matt was that he exercised too much. And I'm like, good. Maybe he's taking it down a notch and he's not training properly anymore. (laughs) On the topic of Matt, former bachelors, let's move on to talking about this week's episode. And I think the question we must ask at the beginning and how did we end up with fucking white bread Zach as the bachelor when Rodney was just sitting right there and no one has ever been more loved. You pointed this out to me over text. It is inexplicable. No, it. the thing that really for me where I was like, it really doesn't make sense is that we know that they did not choose a bachelor till after filming of Paradise Wrapped. Yeah. Like they couldn't decide. So like they were still trying to figure it out at the end of Paradise. How did anyone, anyone watch this or hear about this or talk to people from paradise and not choose Rodney. I know. I don't understand. And like, if not as the bachelor, I need a one hour episode of people just explaining why Rodney is the best human they ever met. Because I don't think anyone has ever elicited this reception. Like ever. ever. The, on- the only two people who come to mind. No, not no one. On any show, on any reality show, there's sure. no one. Reality, oh yeah, I was going outside it's of reality, like, but oh okay, yeah, outside of reality, who 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 are you thinking? Because I have one person in mind. Well, the one that I texted to you was The Rock. He's just like beloved, but I don't think people are like crying because The Rock is like getting broken up with. The other for me is Barack Obama. I feel like people just like love him in the same way, but there's no one else. <laughs> Mine was Barack Obama. Yeah. So it's Rodney similar. is at. A presidential level. I have <laughs> He's never like, also not just presidential. The most compelling and charismatic president, probably of all time. <laughs> I, it, I. The crazy thing is, like, obviously, some things seem produced. Whatever. This seemed so <laughs> genuine. Everyone was sobbing. It was no, so funny. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone but Shanae. Shanae was hugging people consoling people but she had a slight smile on her face and I was just like weirdly this gave Shanae a point in my book I wouldn't have been Shanae I probably would have been crying because like I think if I really like someone like they're like seeing someone else hurt hurts me more than like myself being hurt I probably would have been crying as well but Shanae having this like little smirk, like, oh, okay, everyone's crying. I'm just going to hug everyone. I don't really know <laughs> what to do too. here. <laughs> really don't know what to do here. I was dying. I was like, Shanae has just really done a 180 for me. And even with her craziness, even with her craziness on some of the episodes where I'm like, I think this is who she really is. I think I'm okay with 360 Shanae. I'm good with all of it. The good and the bad. I'll take it. I agree. I'm just sort of like into Shanae. She is who she is. She doesn't hold back. She's just like looking for a good time slash makeouts. And I don't know. She's given us a lot this season. She and Rodney are like the propulsive forces. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I I also say that Shanae's gotten a lot of TV time, right? Like we've seen her a lot. Yes. But nothing she's doing is like making me feel like, wow, she really wants TV time. I feel like she's just being herself. Like, there's others where I'm like, oh, they're just going to do whatever to be on TV. My sister in Christ. I yeah, agree. my sister. Yeah. <laughs> so 
But Sinead's not even do, like I feel like her like little conversations with people like she's super chill and just like being herself. But it's good commentary. It's funny. It's it's yeah. awesome to follow her around. She's a she's an insane entertainment, genuinely being herself. I feel like Sinead is the old school kind of bachelor person that we need more of, which is like someone who is has like a, like a level of confidence to like just be themselves and like be crazy and like be really nutty and say, say things that are entertaining. Like we need more Sinead's and we need them to not be villains so that we can just like enjoy them more while they're actually on the bachelor and the bachelorette. Cause like, She's just giving me a lot. Like, Shanae and Lace are kind of like my, Luce are kind of my ideal <laughs> people to be on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> I like Shanae more. I think she can control everything a little bit more than than Luce. But I agree. Shanae is like, I, I like Shanae in all different shapes and sizes, but that's what I want. Yeah. She's, she's given me a lot. So, Eliza... She ends up picking Rodney because everyone else wants her to. And at that point, unexpected villain. I'm sorry. Unexpected villain. She's not even a villain for me. It's just sort of like, oh, Eliza, follow. Like the one rule is like, just make the right choice for you. It's not. I I guess like the love of Rodney was so palpable. She didn't want to like be an outcast and have everyone be mad at her. So I get that. But like choosing Rodney because he felt peer pressured is is a real is a real turn off for me. Also, then telling him that that's why you chose him is a turnoff for me. Also, you've known Justin for 48 hours. No one deserves that many tears. I have never... I like. I didn't cry over someone that I was with for three years. The amount of tears that we saw Eliza <laughs> give to Justin, which on the flip side, didn't see Justin give her one. Also, this whole... Which we'll see what happens next week. Who knows? But this whole like oh, I'm going to go fly and get him. If I'm Justin, I'd be like, mm, no thanks. I guess he you really didn't know just, she was coming. You literally just picked someone else. Like, you sent me home. You put me in a fucking Tahoe. Bye. <laughs> Not even a Suburban. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely in his underwear, so I guess he just really didn't know she was coming. <laughs> also, the clip that we saw, he's like, wait, I'm so confused. I, I, I mean, I... I would also be confused and I'm he's probably like this is a lot. I only knew you for 48 hours. I don't think you need to like come <laughs> to my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. Which looked nice by the way. I'd like to know more about where he lives in Baltimore. I also I just feel like she It was a lot of crying. It was too much crying. Can we just agree on that? Yes, it was too much crying. But also she wanted Rodney to fight for her and then he did and then he was like showering her with attention <sighs> and affection. And then she obviously wasn't into it. And it's just like, yeah, this is why he didn't beg you to stay because you wouldn't have been into it. Yeah. And it's crazy that every single person, every single person fell in love with Rodney but Eliza. (laughs) Maybe. I, I do have a theory on that. I do feel like sometimes people who are like so beloved as a friend have a hard time dating. Yeah. Because they just like, because of the type of personality they have, or they don't like have that, like, I don't know, that so sort of wholesome, like elusiveness. Like the yeah. sexual energy. Like he is the opposite of Greg Grippo. Like Greg seems like elusive and aloof. He's all the things that Kate wouldn't like and was accusing Logan of. And He's all the fucking, things that I love. 
Yeah. And then there's Rodney, <laughs> who is like everyone's favorite person in the world, but he's not like the one who sets you on fire or whatever. Maybe. I could see that. I was also thinking, though, with all the tears, I'm like, are some of those women like, fuck, I would have gone for you. <laughs> like, now, now we're losing. Like, Kate doesn't, according to her, she doesn't have choices that she wants. Rodney would have been a good choice. I think that points again to, like, his difficult with, difficulty with dating. Yeah. Maybe. I could see that. I could see him being friend-zoned because he's he- such, like, a friendly character. Yeah. Also, though, from this past weekend on social media, Eliza seemed to have been partying with Hunter and Nate at Nate's apartment with his roommate. Which Rodney. Nate? Oh, Nate. Nate, Nate with a Y. Nate, Nate with Nate. Nate from Michelle's season. Well, they're both hot. Yeah. But yeah hot, hotter Nate. I mean, yes, they're both hot. But I mean, like, Nate from Michelle's season is like... He's super hot. Touch yeah. him. On, yeah. on fire. Nate's one of the only men to pull off a dangly earring that, I, that I've ever seen. He pulls off a lot of things that I haven't seen other people been up. Bartice wishes he could be. Babatunde. <laughs> That's my type. I can tell you that. Can tell you that. He's very, I think he's too tall for you, Callie. You like to be eye to eye. I do like eye to eye, but I'd be into, I'd be into Nate. <laughs> Slash, I think everyone should be into Nate. I'm sure he's doing just fine here in Los Angeles. I'd say now that, you know, we're just talking about all my faves, Nate is probably 1A and Greg 1B. Wow. It's a real yin and a yang. They just like... <laughs> also Couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Nate seems so much kinder than Greg. I just don't get that Greg seems kind, which like, I honestly, in my own like dating, I'm not saying that I wouldn't say that kindness is usually something that like lands me, but definitely keeps me around. I think he's probably kind one-on-one. You have no basis for that. You hope he's kind one-on-one. <laughs> I don't know. Victoria, <laughs> I like the questions she was asking. I love how she's acted this entire season. I'm really into Victoria. So her choosing him just like reaffirms a lot of things for me. Okay. Fair enough. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, 
restrictions. All apply. See website for details. Shall we talk about Kate? Kate and Logan? Kate and Hayden? Okay, yeah. I mean, the whole episode was Kate. Let's go. Listen, this is a pro-Kate podcast. We had her on. Really enjoyed it. Really confused by her performance this week. Very hard to watch. Kate. It's not It's not just this week, if we're being honest. Yeah, but I it was a real... Don't it, was a, know. it was a high and a low. It was, it was the climactic point of Kate's performance on Paradise this season. <laughs> I have to imagine that the edit is has to be bad. Yeah. First of all, it seems like everyone likes her. And so, yeah. Kate... I mean, even her and Shanae had a conversation at one point. I know. They were previously fighting over Logan. And they fought at the men tell all or women tell all. Kate speaks in one-liners, which is very good for TV. I feel like they edit it together to make it seem more annoying than it is. Because we spoke to her. And, like, she was, like, a really good talker. I could see her being a good podcaster. But I wasn't like, wow, everything she says is canned. They make her seem on the show like everything she says is, like, from, like, a phrase book that she memorized. My sister um, in Christ, I'm 33 years old. He has two I mean, roommates. He can't afford to shop. He can't afford to work out at Equinox. And I have a trainer. By the way, a trainer could be cheaper than Equinox she, in some ways. Equinox is fucking expensive. I can't afford Equinox. Just no, 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 no. She's saying that she has a membership at Equinox and has a trainer there. Oh, that's really expensive. That's why she's like, she, she, he can't even afford to work out there. And like, I have a personal trainer uh, there. Like, I, just I not only say, can afford it, but I can also afford a personal trainer. That's not a reasonable expectation. Equinox is really expensive. Obviously, we love Kate. That moment to me was like, yikes. Yeah. Big turnoff. Also, for multiple reasons. One, $300 for a gym membership a month is insane. Yeah. Two, people can run outside. So if you're budgeting your money well and would rather go for a jog than pay that kind of money, that doesn't mean that like you're in a better like socioeconomic status than me. I might just be choosing my priorities differently and I'm just in good shape. I will say she's in great shape. We'll say that. She is. I will say also Logan lives lives by the beach. I think he surfs. Surfing also free once you get the board and really good exercise. Really hard to do. Logan is in perfectly fine shape. I, I think Logan's quite attractive. I don't, as you know, I don't like an overbuilt man. So I think he's very, very attractive. I think he's totally fine. He's not my type, but totally fine. I, <laughs> so that to me was like, uh, what? Also like expecting a 26 year old to afford Equinox is a it's little ridiculous. insane. Expecting a 26 year old who lives in California, right? Yeah. To not have a roommate is crazy. Like, great if you do, but I don't think it's like, wow, you're 26 and have a roommate. Yeah, that's probably average. Also, some people just like having company and some people like having friends around and roommates or whatever. That's another thing. (laughs) A single 26-year-old to have a roommate is even more understandable. Lastly, I don't understand how Hayden spending $100,000 on his dog makes him rich. It To me... Makes it dumb. makes him financially irresponsible. Because even if he has it, <laughs> that's stupid. It would be one thing if he was saving his dog's life. It wasn't even that. It's a maybe he could survive maybe a year. That's not responsible. Secondly, do we know if he paid cash for this operation? No. <laughs> like, what's his don't. credit card debt like? Yeah. So like, Hayden could be in debt. And you didn't like him. 
on the date. So it doesn't matter no. how, are you going to date Donald Trump? Probably not. <laughs> That's so gross. Although he definitely seems Trumpian to me. Also, as you pointed out last week, it's a minimum of $100,000. It could be a maximum of 999000 I mean, we don't even know how much he spent on this. Yeah, ram- yeah, on no, yeah, we have no idea. I mean, it's just, it's just completely ridiculous. Hayden is not even in the conversation. I have to say, not only... And, and by the way, I think what Kate was saying, there's validity to it. You know, she's, as we know, 33 years old. Maybe you want a man who is, to quote her... <laughs> more established or whatever, or you just want someone who's older than you or you want someone or you, or okay. If you want to be taken care of, sure. Like I would get it, but just, it's the way she was saying it. She was like shaming him instead of being yeah. like, this is where he's at in his life. Here's where I'm at. It's not a match. And like, also, that's okay. Totally fine. I think as well, I was saying this earlier, totally fine for her to want someone more established at 33. Get that expecting the things that she was expecting, not okay to me. Also, her going around and talking to every other person and like kind of making fun of him for it and then demanding, needing more from him at the rose ceremony, all very weird. Agreed. Weird behavior. Didn't like it. And even when she was like, call me old-fashioned, fa- but I need a man. And I'm like, just because a guy has money does not make him a man or whatever she was like saying. You can yeah. say, call me old fashioned. I think that your partner needs to like support you in some way, or I want to at least have a 50 50 situation, or even I don't want to be the main provider. That's all fine to me. But like making it seem like you're only a man in that situation to me was like, yeah. eh, I don't know. I totally, like, yes. Was, I just because didn't also, like it. Someone could be really established in their career and not make a lot of money. Like there's a lot of a lot of important jobs where you still can't afford Equinox. Most people can't afford Equinox. I just want to make that clear. It's yeah. really fucking oh. expensive. Also, at 26, I don't think that my conversations would be like, how much money do you have in your bank bank account? Can you afford to take me on trips? Can you afford Equinox? My conversation would be more like what are your future goals? What's your career? What do you want in life? And like, if he's very much like, I don't know, I don't really have a career and I don't know, I'm not worried about that. That's totally okay for you to be a little alarmed about. I'm not saying you have to have it figured out by 26, but if you're going into a serious relationship with someone, I think that's a completely valid conversation to have. Yeah, sure. Yeah, at 26, I was just like, who wants to hang out? I was just like, who wants to stay out late with me? <laughs> I texted my friend and I was like, Do you like a dive bar? I do. <laughs> at, at 26, I was still drinking Stella Rosa wine, which is essentially <laughs> fruit punch. I don't know if I would be able to answer all these questions. Like, I think she's just realizing, like, maybe I want to date someone older. At 26, I was like, I just want to stay at the party the longest. I was just like, I want to go to the coolest party I can, stay there for as long as possible. Literally, those are my goals. So I want to go to the coolest party as often as possible. Yeah. And like four nights a week. I'm fine as long as I get two hours of sleep. That was me at 26. Yeah. I was just like, I had just moved to LA, like many of these people, and I was just like, let's have fun. Like, what is the fun thing to do? Someone tell me. Also, before we like wrap up on Kate, what I really didn't understand, like my sister in Christ. Me neither. I I don't understand that either. 
I don't know. I mean, it could I'm be Jewish. something that I'm just not, I'm not. And I still don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, what if, like, is that, I don't know. I've heard this saying before, but like, she didn't use it as like, a, like a, like she went to every single woman on the beach and said it. I think it was like a, she was saying it sarcastically as like with Jesus watching or like I'm being dead serious or like, I don't know. I don't something. I I, I can't explain it as said. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but I would love some clarity on that. So please let me know. I know. I think I agree with you. She was, I think she was trying to be kind of funny with it, but yeah. I'm like, but what did you mean? Like, I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense. I can't <laughs> explain. I'm trying and I can't come up with an answer. Like, is it supposed to be like with me and you sitting here and God watching us? Like, that's how serious I am. I'm 33 yeah, years old. Yeah. I mean, like I invoke my age, like off, often like a self-deprecating way, but I, I don't know. Kate, I wish you the best. She's definitely not still with Logan. I mean, there's no way. Oh, what I was going to no. say is not only did I find the Equinox stuff like really off-putting, but then when she, her rose ceremony thing was so weird. Yeah. I don't know. She just. It was so weird, but I loved when Logan imitated her. Me too. <laughs> when he was like, when I got up there, like he did her accent and everything. Like he tried his best when he was talking, when he was at the table talking. And it was pretty that's funny. probably the most personality I've seen from Logan. So. Oh, absolutely. And I liked it. Give, give us more, Logan. Give us more. Also, quite the contrast to the dramatic kiss in the rain two seconds before that all happened. I like how both Kate and Eliza were like, I thought I would feel one way when I woke up, and it turns out I didn't. And it's just like, does anyone really have a change of heart like that? And then they like, quote unquote, sleep on it? No. No. And I don't, I think Eliza knew when she did it. I think she knew what she, she was did. doing and was didn't want to do it, but felt like she had to do it. And then was like, I can't do this anymore agreed yeah I, I just both of them yeah i wonder how people would have been if she just would have picked justin i think I they would have been still- sad for rodney but they'd been fine they would have yeah. been completely fine with eliza yeah they would have been sad they, they would i think the show would have found a way to like keep rodney around for an extra day or something like that <laughs> i mean if they did it for michael a mom seriously like a little quiet on that note Michael A. and Danielle's date was so stupid. You First of all, the fact that they got a date, I just didn't need more time with them. Like, we're good. And then having Wells, like, be on the date with them, like, just, like, not funny. I remember when they did this with Chris Harrison yeah. with Tasha, And it just, like, isn't... It's, like, not a funny, entertaining thing at all. It's, like, I guess... It's more for Wells than for anything else. I... Do you think? I thought it was more to make the date interesting. Like, I thought they knew this is not going to be a exciting date. It's going to be pretty boring with these two. Let's yeah. put something else in there. In general, I like Wells. I think he has to be the bartender as long as Paradise is still around, at least for the next couple of years. I even like him talking about Sarah. Like, I was just, mm-hmm. like, very cute. I like and, that, like, too. honest and refreshing. And knowing that they're like married now, they've been together for a while too. So they've been together a while. They got married recently. Yeah. It seems like it all seems real. I liked it. But this season, I'm like, a lot of time, a lot of TV time. (laughs) There's so many fucking episodes. We have two next week. And then the following week. We have to talk about that. Okay. (laughs) I think we touched on it a little bit last week, but like it's getting out of control. 
How is this the only the fourth row ceremony? I don't know. And there's two more episodes next week. And then two after that, there are still a total of eight hours of this season left. And yes, maybe well, at least one of that's a reunion, but still. And maybe one more rose ceremony at the rate we're going. Also, out of the four, three of them women have had roses. And it, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense. And yet, it does not feel like the women are, like, in power. I mean, it doesn't really feel like anyone is, actually. I do think it feels kind of equal, but I don't I do I don't not. Know. I feel like the women have definitely been in power. Like, Shanae and Kate have pretty much been, like, ruling the sand. Like, the people that are, like, kind of fringy, they're just like, eh, we're fine. And I think that's why we're getting, like, these... They know that they can pick whatever they want and do whatever they want. And I feel like even her switching from Jacob to twin one, I feel like she felt like she could do that because she knew she was in power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Which is fine. I, I can't believe I can't believe Jacob's finally gone. I just feel like he was in the last forever somehow. And, and then his exit <laughs> was like so unceremonious. And I was just like, oh wow, okay, Jacob, he's out. They gave him like 10 seconds. He just like got in a car. Yeah. I mean, also, doesn't it feel like Jill was on a different show? Like that feels like so long ago because this long. season is so fucking long. What about Teddy? Oh my God. I forgot she was even here, which reminds me the biggest like friend couple of all time is probably Andrew and Jesenia. They get no screen time together. They never talk to each other. It's just like an exchanging of roses. Andrew's just, not I'm into, fine with it. And Andrew is just it. living his life, which, you know, these Andrew, guys love each other. Andrew has continuously gotten some TV time because, like, he's just, like, great. But funny, he's yeah. not in this to find someone. Let's be clear. There's no romance surrounding Andrew. Like, I just don't... There's no chemistry with anyone. And then next week, someone comes on... NC comes on, and it shows, like, oh, if he goes on this date with NC, Senya's gonna flip. And I'm like, really? Yeah, like, is she? Why? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fine. why does she care? <laughs> why does she care? Her brother's going on a date? Who cares? I know. The other couple that's just like so boring, they don't know what to do, but they want to keep them around is Brandon and Serene. Like they're like legitimately in love. And like, I only remembered, <laughs> only remembered that Brandon was on the show because when he wore his shirt completely open to the rose ceremony, I was like, who is this? Russell Westbrook at a press conference, like or walking to the tunnel. <laughs> I love was- Brandon so much. But yeah, the only thing they had this week was him crying, falling asleep. And Remember crying. He, he, was, he was like knocked out was startled awake and went right back to sleep. Yeah, they're like so boring. But that's nice. I'm really in love. Yeah, also when they showed the sleeping scene, I was just like, yeah, that's like all you're going to get because that's like, you know, that's what it's like when you've been together for years and you go to the beach. You might want to take a nap. Yeah, it sounds great. What do you think is the strongest friendship on the beach? Like relationships aside, both men, women, all of it. Like who's like, what's the friendship that you're like, wow, these people love each other. It seemed like Brandon and Rodney. Brandon was constantly Mm. making sure Rodney was okay. And like, even when Rodney came back down, he was like, all right, let's talk about our new plan of action. And was like, I don't think they like highlight it that much, but I think they're actually really good friends. Yeah, I think so. They were final four on Michelle season together. So they probably got to spend time together then as well. That's a good. That's a good one. The other. This is not the strongest friendship, but the most surprising to me is I feel like Andrew like dumped Justin for Rodney. I Rodney. Feel like, yeah. No, I think I think like Justin will watch this season back and be like, "Yeah, Andrew knows. <laughs> Andrew knows me really well." <laughs> but 
he Andrew didn't know Rodney before this, right? They weren't on the same season. And right. I mean, that this is like, what the fuck is Rodney? He's like crack. We're, I'm going to find out. They have a taste and like can't get enough. Andrew was full on bawling for Rodney. Bawling. I know. So and everyone's you know so what? upset. I did think, I remember thinking while watching, I'm like, does Andrew have like higher emotional intelligence than a lot of these people? He was like picking up on things before everyone else. Like he said, um, after the rose ceremony the next day, like Rodney's on cloud nine and he was like, uh, we should see how this affects Eliza. And he's like, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. And I'm like, he yeah. must have last night been like, wow, she is really upset. It's weird for her to be this upset. And then in the morning when they saw each other and he gave her a big hug and was super excited, Andrew was like, yo, he definitely just tried to kiss her and she like turned her cheek to the side. This is not good. And everyone else was like, no, really? What? And I'm like, how is Andrew picking up on all this? And everyone else is like, congratulations, Rodney. Like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. And Andrew's like, let's, let's, let's see if this is like, let's pump the brakes. I'm not sure if it's great yet. Also, Andrew did the John McCain thumbs down when he like went to peek at them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to see to see if things were going He's like, well no or not. Go, no go. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, how did you know?" And he's just like, "Andrew's like, trust me. All I needed was one look at them. I'm picking up on all this shit. <laughs> it's not Andrew going well like down the there." Ultimate glue guy. It doesn't surprise me. I feel like I feel like, and you know, that's part of like being his his athlete self. I feel like he kind of like understands dynamics. Team I bet he's player. a good coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that reason, yeah, that's that's true. Because he was he's picking up on clues and cues, and everyone else is like, huh? He he would be a good future bartender. Like he should do it with Wells, and then Wells oh, can transition. I would love that. I think he'd be really good, and he just he should. Have that's a, a good take. That is Thank a you. good take. Thanks, Callie. So nice also, for go. someone who we thought, based off like, you know, friendships or whatever, I wouldn't have been surprised if Andrew came to the beach and was like really trying to get TV time and like mm. complete opposite. He's yeah. literally just trying to have a nice vacation. These guys are just trying to have fun with each other. The guys love each other. But like, this is yeah. not surprising to me. This is what men, this is particularly young men. I feel like that's what they're like. They just like, Give them some activities, like some sports, some balls, like not testicles, but like a football. (laughs) A pool? A pool and alcohol. And they're like fucking happy. That's just like what I think young men like. And then just like hot girls and when they want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is like so great for them. So I get it. They're all just like living it up and having an absolutely great time. So yeah, he's he's living his best, right? All of them are living their best, and all the girls are, all of the women, are annoyed by it. Minus Serena and Danielle, and Brittany. Brittany's good. And Brittany, but I think maybe because like I don't Tyler know, their relationships, their relationships seem like kind of like boring. Like it's so yeah. normal that they're just like, yeah, go have fun if you want. I'll be good. Come back when you're ready. I feel like Brittany, Brittany is my pick for least likely to get divorced when she ultimately gets married. <laughs> she just seems like very agreeable and like she'll wait until she'll wait. like She'll date a lot. And I don't know. I don't think she's agreeable at all. Wow. Wow. Okay. I like Brittany, but I, I think like she's going to do what is best for her always. Yeah. Well, good for her. Okay. 
I'm sticking with maybe she's not agreeable, but I stick with it. Least likely to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Rachel and Gabby come. And I think at the time that they arrived, they were both still engaged. No interest in seeing them. And also, what a stupid move by by Warner Brothers and ABC. Obviously, you cannot count on these two women being still engaged come November when you're filming it in June. I mean, five months later, yeah. do, have they not learned anything? Huge mistake. Yeah. Huge. I will say that Gabby doing Dancing with the Stars doesn't help the relationship. I think she should have gotten her own season because she's thriving on Dancing she with is. the Stars. She, she is. is. Not only is she dancing well, but like she's funny. She's like, she's awesome. She's a performer. I mean, she was a Broncos cheerleader. So yeah. this is right in her I mean, wheelhouse. She's, she's ticking all the boxes on Dancing with the Stars. And I was just like, we didn't even get to see a lot of this. I know. We didn't. It was a, it was a real waste of a season. Maybe yeah. it'll be nice to see them next week, but I doubt it. I'm very much looking forward to the conclusion of the Justin Eliza situation. Looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Me too. And we'll be back with two episodes again next week. We'll still be on Tuesday, except it just won't be a mistake next time. (laughs) (laughs) We're just being consistent. Yeah, exactly. Also, because I had COVID, we didn't get to talk about Love is Blind, but we will do that with the conclusion, including the reunion later this week. So keep an eye out for that. Thank you to Jade Whaley for producing this episode. And we will talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.